Welcome to another week, another episode of IBG Weekly. I am your host and founder of Iron Blood Games, Achille Rangamohatige, and today I'm joined by Stanny. Hey, man, what's up? And uh, so, uh, before we begin, a quick update. We we completed the tech demo on time. However, we did have to. Um, cut some features for now but we will continue to build on the tech demo until we get to a point that we are happy with it to show it to the public the reason we did this tech demo in such a rush was because we wanted to uh, actually somehow enter the google accelerator program and submit it within time so may 19th we we worked really hard and we got a build ready everything works um, but we had to cut some of the features of uh, of what we defined the tech demo to be um, so what happens next is that we will just keep building on this tech demo until we get to that final output uh, that we wanted for the tech demo to see uh, if the game is really fun and feasible yeah. so yeah uh, that's that's what yeah. we will keep doing and probably yeah probably not by the end of this month but somewhere in the start of start to mid of next month we this tech demo should be completed yeah um, and also our game still stands actually you know it's two against one but i still want a single game and then after <laughs> yeah, like two games to- you guys we had you guys literally like that was pretty like, great. Yeah, uh, like yeah, you guys really humped me in the back, and but the game still stands. I'm actually we I'm actually waiting until you guys release the final one so I can just take on. We, on we, you we guys. still haven't implemented <laughs> uh, ship ship abilities, and we wanted to implement one more ship class. So we want to see like the dynamic, what happens when two different classes of ships go up against each other. So um, mm-hmm. until that is complete, we don't consider this tech demo complete as you know, as a full tech demo. So uh, we'll be putting. But it was it was actually yeah, but it was very fun actually. Even yeah. though it was like a tech demo, it doesn't it didn't feel like a tech demo to be honest. Uh, playing that it was really fun, and I can't see what's uh, what's the final is gonna be. It's gonna really blow all the people's mind. Yeah, like, it's it's actually coming from a person who has an involved in that project completely <laughs> just from an outsider's perspective it's yeah. like really mind-blowing yeah so the okay. the next steps is going to be um we will pretty much finish up the tech demo and we'll have to have a big discussion how we're going to go forwards from what yeah, we've yeah. seen so yeah good stuff coming it's we hit a milestone it's pretty cool so anyway today we have some topics the there has been some interesting uh, news that came out uh, in the games yeah. industry. We have yeah. Sony uh, making a lot of um, announcements, uh, and also they have revealed to a very close uh, subsection of the games uh, industry journalists. They've shown off the capabilities of the upcoming PS5. So yeah, like a gist of it. Yeah. Yeah. So they show show they showed off like uh, a bunch of its um, performance and stuff. 
Then also <laughs> Sony is taking the Marvel Studios approach to games applications, and we'll discuss about that. Game game adaptations, not application games are basically applications. Oh yeah. Hey, not a lot. Of us. Two, Death Stranding and Ghost of Tsushima still PS4 bound as Sony reaffirms support for current gen. So that's good news actually that to see that Ghost yeah. of Tsushima is coming to PS4 as well. And yeah, yeah, yeah. EA has shown off their next generation of Frostbite engine. So now everyone knows what their um, studios are going to be working with in the near future. And of course, a very yeah. exciting bit of news came out where George R. R. Martin is in works with From Software on some kind of game. So a, it's some RPG game. And yeah, it's pretty exciting news. We'll be discussing these topics now. So yeah. let's start with Sony, actually. And so we have uh, Sony's PS5 rumors. So we... Where we've seen the uh, the kind of performance we can get, and it's pretty exciting. So, Stanley, yeah. what what do you think about that? Well, actually, you know, uh, seeing that uh, video, like a clip of from that journalist who posted it on Twitter, it's like really mind blowing. And I think that PS Five and every other next gen consoles like Xbox Two or anything like that, it's really going to push, uh, you know. Uh, the industry further and um, you know because basically people don't have to spend you know uh, two thousand to five thousand dollars on the gaming pc rather than they can just have a next gen ps5 console or xbox 2 and it has all the capabilities that a, a, like a simple gaming pc would have you know 60 fps ray tracing technology fast loading times you know and every other thing's just packed in one and and you know i think that this kind of thing that can you know it like you know accessible for everybody uh, is is going to be awesome in general. So that's my opinion on that. Uh, yeah. So basically, that's uh, that's what seemed to be on uh, on the shelves lately. Yeah. I just feel really bad for Bupati who has pretty well. He bought a PS4, but just around the time he bought the PS4, he went broke and he hasn't been able to really buy. Any games for it? <laughs> the new, the new generation is coming, and I I was like, I still stand by my advice. I told him complete his PC build. Well, he would have been well, actually. All I'm just, I'm just gonna say, because well, you, you you bought the machine, but you ain't got the games. Sorry, boo. Exactly. It's like you know buying a gaming PC and just playing Minecraft on it, man. Just just yeah. doesn't like you know align align with the align with the flow <laughs> that we are supposed to be you know looking yeah. for. And uh, but does this actually mean that for people now that they know that the new console generation is on the spoke, is yeah. is it a good idea to for people who are considering buying a PS4 to buy a PS4? They could just wait until the new console comes out and just buy that. I well, this is thing. So since Sony like kind of confirmed that PS4 is still alive, in, uh, until for some years to come, and you know. There are rumors that PS5 is going to be $100 more expensive than the PS4 on its launch. So um, it's pretty PS4 much safe like to say... $600, was it? Uh, yeah, like something around five, $400, $500. i am not pretty sure uh, at the time of the launch. But I'm trying to say is that it is pretty much safe to assume that people can still afford the PS4 
meanwhile to wait until ps4's price drop uh and once the price is dropped and we can just you know kind of we'll be able to afford a ps5 because we already know that ps there's going to not going to be another ps5 sub edition like ps4 pro because it's going to pack uh, it's going to come with all the features it needs like 8k and yeah, like you know yeah so yeah i'm yeah I, i'm i'm like you know pretty much uh you know uh happy to know that sony has taken this sort of approach by learning from all these mistakes that they made with ps4 yeah uh rather than having separate sub editions you know just one console packed with all the powerful stuff it needs and yeah i think that uh it's safe to assume that now just buy the ps4 if you want to and just you know wait it out until ps5 uh price kind of drops off so you will be able to like you know it, it's going to take years you know yeah uh yeah so basically i think that ps5 ps4 is still uh you know it's still breathing so yeah i buy a ps4 yeah <laughs> if you guys looking for one and like speaking of the games coming for the ps4 we have the confirmation that the last of us 2 dead stranding and ghost of tsushima yeah are coming to you, ps4 so yeah but you forgot the titles coming in right yeah yeah but also you forgot the important part because which is like ps5 uh, which is the important thing is ps5 ps5 is going to support uh, backward uh, compatibility online multiplayer which like you know people with ps3 or ps4 can play with ps5 users which is kind of awesome you know yeah but what what we really need to see is that the cross platform uh, capabilities you know cross platform gameplays and you know people who play like warframe and uh, apex legends you I know think people that have fine, right um that's like yeah. that's up to the the developers i think in, at that point for the, when they roll out the updates for ps5 and all that I think yeah, uh, yeah. It, it won't be that pro- it won't be problematic. Um well what, what I'm yeah. actually curious about is so it's backward compat- compatible a PS5 player can play with a PS4 player. Um Yeah. Honestly, it's going to bound the community. Yeah, uh, you know, it's going to yeah, it's going to be great uh because it's like just because I don't have a PS5 doesn't mean I all of a sudden i can't play with my friends who moved on to the ps5 so that's all yeah nice. yeah yeah so yeah yeah that's all this is nice so yeah it's really good to see that uh, sony is actually doing these consumer friendly practices uh, yeah. rather than before they they you know even like backward compatibility was such a huge uh, deal for them to you know roll out and now they're like yeah, you know yeah. backward compatible out of the box and Yeah you can even play with your you know PS4 friends PS4 buyers yeah, yeah it's really but great now what really players actually yeah but what players actually expecting is like from my end I my opinion is like I expect like a platform you know you have an Xbox right and I have a PS4 and we really need to play together so but we mm, can't because yeah maybe in yeah. The, we we don't know this is this is up to the car, the the two the yeah. major companies but they exactly. the developers have always said that there it isn't an issue in tech um cross compatibility is just a matter of like literally a switch being turned on if they are, if they allow it i mean if exactly. sony and xbox and pc well pc does no one in pc really cares <laughs> um it, uh, it's always sony and xbox that are like 
they're they're butting heads, so you you don't usually see the cross play between those platforms. And it's yeah. uh, developers have said it's up to them if they say yeah, they just need to just flip over. Push the switch. Yeah, 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 yeah. I and think why they like yeah, they're like holding back. They're holding yeah, back so... because uh, the worry is that the people won't differentiate between the platforms. They they're really trying to I think figure out. Uh, this is another topic anyway, we're going off topic, but uh, yeah. the main issue is that they are thinking like the the competition between the platforms will be like a gray zone and people won't have a reason to buy the PS5 of the Xbox or the Xbox of the PS5 uh, because um, uh, people will be like, ah, it doesn't matter what console I have, my friend, you know, so long as I can play, play with my friends, there's no way to really... They always took that as a unique point, you know, people on PS, yeah, yeah, PlayStation, yeah, yeah. Play, PlayStation, it's like a closed garden, you know? Exactly, so, exactly. Uh, anyways, totally with you. we got <laughs> PlayStation Productions may taking the Marvel Studio approach to game adaptations. Uh, could you, like, enlighten all of us? Well, basically, you know, uh, it's explained uh, in an article that I read, it's, uh, you know, company like Marvel and everything, they basically sell the license to a movie production company, right? You know, it's basically like instead of, uh, you know, licensing the IPs uh, out studios. So play, basically, you know, PlayStation actually skips this step and it's going to keep the projects like internal, not just money, but to the PlayStation brand. You know, it's basically like what Marvel does. Uh, rather than you know selling you know marvel actually made a mistake like selling spider-man x-men to the fox and yeah uh, since now nowadays it's just basically this board of every company that it has so yeah. it's basically not a big issue so but with, play, with playstation and sony being on the edge and it's going to be awesome because you know since playstation has it has their own production company they will be working with the allocated studio closely and it can make the video game adaptation according to the community expectation you know yeah yeah so yeah i think that that is a good approach uh in the sense and also it's gonna it is it, actually gonna let's just say it's gonna make a lot of uh you know people happy seeing that how sonic uh you know and movies so sonic has like ruined the fans expectation i think that this will be like you know uh, uh prevented so the idea More here rapidly. is that uh, yeah. now that uh, PlayStation uh, are keeping the productions in-house and making sure that the games uh, that are coming out is definitely going to be of quality is what you're saying, right? Because they're, they're going to have yeah. more, more care to the actual established the lore and you know exactly styles yeah, and, the yeah the authenticity yeah the, yeah, the authenticity yeah. yeah so basically you know what playstation obviously if they have their own production company they will work uh, so like just just say they're making last of us movie and or uncharted movie they will be closely working with naughty dog and people at naughty dog will be able to you know point out things that needs to be pressed in the movie that fans really love so that that will make the movie perfect and also keep the bars of expectation really high among right. the community of that fan base yeah cool. yeah that's so really good I, that's good news i suppose yeah um exactly we we're gonna get we we can basically 
be rest assured that games coming that are that belong under Sony goes um, you know stay to, true to the quality and the exactly fidelity exactly it's the fidelity that's the word i was looking for actually so on to our next topic which is that ea comes out and shows off the next generation of frostbite and uh, i saw the video it's pretty cool <laughs> uh, there's all and this bizarre. hair technology and all that it kind of reminded me you know uh, xbox 360 when they were revealing it um they were showing like the depth of the like the next gen graphics and the first that they thing, showed metal gear right they not, showed it, off it metal was, gear. It, no there's no it wasn't metal gear it was actually what i suppose was like a some kind of tech build for gears of war except oh, at okay. the time it didn't look like anything like uh, the end product gears of war would look like but they okay. were in they were in a city and there were the gears of war vehicles and people were getting off and uh, what they really showed off was uh, the fact that the characters had hair and they had mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, what looked like an early rendition of you know individual hairs and all that so it really yeah. reminded me of that tech demo that they kind of showed off to show off the uh, Xbox 360 capabilities and strength yes but yeah, yeah, yeah. seeing this uh, this tech I'm like yeah, it's all well, well and good that you're showing this part of it, but <laughs> it would be great to, to use tell, it. Yeah, like, the real problem that we've been seeing coming out of EA is that developers who are not dice and not making a Battlefield game using the Frostbite engine has been a nightmare it, for them. <laughs> rather oh, than, yeah, yeah, rather yeah, than true. seeing the 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 new tech and the fact that the hair is amazing and we can do look at this realistic hair how about just uh, rest assuring that the new version actually has all these support for rpg games and exactly Exactly. (laughs) you know more functionality for the developers you know exactly you know uh, you take rage engine for example you know it's it's the most flexible uh engine that available to the developers out there like you know it has everything that an engine should have Mm. It, it can make you know bigger worlds and it has all the capability it needs so that's how an engine should be actually you know it has less glitches and you know you know obviously rockstar has a huge resource and you know compared to ea i think that ea has been the industry for god knows how long and they should have all the resource they need and they're still you know releasing shitty games and i i don't see why the point but it it actually looks kind of cool and all uh, it gets me excited to see how the next gen is going to look like, you know, PS5 and Xbox 2, this is how it's going to be. But still, all these, you know, they are not actually telling the stories that needs to be told, you know. Indeed. Exactly. So I think that they it's really need to It's exciting that, that, that their next Frostbite engine is say, capable of doing uh, realistic hair and all that. And, yeah, yeah. And it looks like it's going to be really powerful but um i'm not sure what they were trying to show off with this other than but i think a lot of the the true like hardcore gamer fans are aware of the problems the other development uh, studios under ea is having with the fro- current frostbite engine and it's yeah, just yeah. Rest, just assurances that the new build is now coming out and it has all these features that really help you know 
uh, RPG or sport or uh, racing uh, genres to flourish under underneath that engine, um, yeah, that yeah. would be more or more of a powerful uh, reveal than showing us hair. I'm just saying. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I was too excited here seeing the hair. I was. Yeah. No. I, I, yeah. I I actually added this topic because uh, I really wanted to get your perspective on or as a developer. Actually, for the context, Bhupati was supposed to be joining us, but for some yeah. reason he couldn't join us. So yeah, I, I was ex- actually expecting Bhupati's uh, opinion on this. But still, you as a developer, you being a developer, it actually makes sense what you actually said. It actually, you know, all these tools and things powerful and yada yada, but still, it doesn't make uh, the workplace flexible for the developers who actually work on it. Yeah, so long as the f- platform is actually easy to use and develop all these other genres, uh, exactly. that, that's all we need uh, Frostbite to become because right now we just hear those nightmare sno- stories where they just couldn't get things to work <laughs> on yeah. the current build and um, that's all we need to hear from EA re- really just saying that, yeah. Exactly. Uh, we exactly. fixed all these issues, you know, now we have these next-gen RPG mechanics and next gen sports, <laughs> you know, can kick a ball more efficiently or whatever. Just tell me something, you know, that tells, rest, reassures me that the developers are just going to have a good time with the new engine. Good time developing. Because it's so, every other developer, even from a guy who just, you know, you know, cleans up the assets or like trading the assets, all people are like trying to tell a story, you know, yeah. just let them tell the story rather than, you know, fixing yeah, so the shit. The, the tool that allows them to tell the story is actually uh, a really easy to use tool. We're all going exactly. to be You know, I think it's, even your employees are going to be happy. So yeah, that's exactly. all we needed to hear from their announcement on uh, Frostbite. True, true. Sadly, true. we didn't hear that, but let's move on <laughs> to our next topic. Yeah, Which is George R. R. Martin from and uh, from software? So they've been in some kind of talks or something. But basically, uh, there's been a rumor that said that yeah, uh, from software and George R. R. Martin are in talks to make some kind of fantasy RPG game, open world. And well, that he, rumor went, no. and then uh, there's been no confirmation of this. It's more like speculation, and then. Uh, George R.R. Um, R. Martin yeah. pretty much t- tweeted saying that he didn't say who, but he said he went to Japan to consult on a game. He he tweeted yeah. that out. So he, he didn't say yeah. exactly, he didn't give any specifics, but he did just say he went and he consulted on a game in Japan. Yeah. And everyone's yeah. like, oh my God, it's from Softest. Definitely. Well, this is, know. yeah, this is the thing. So, but you know, the great thing about, you know, codename, it has been codenamed for great rule. You know, the, mm-hmm. the, the the best part about for being excited for this project is that, you know, George R. R. Martin's original Ice and Fire vision wasn't properly executed in Game of Thrones, but because of the restrictions television has, but, you know, that doesn't apply for video games. Video games can be, you know, far as can be epic or whatever the things the original, you know, creative yeah, vision yeah, has yeah. intended to be. Yeah. So basically, yeah. I think that George R. Yeah. George R. R. Martin has an expectable vision when it comes to these type of things. And especially combining from software and soul sport gameplay into that, it's going to like break so many boundaries that, you know, currently it has, all the titles it has released. Yeah. So I think that it's pretty much 
safe to say that it gets me hype you know i am hyped as well i'm pretty yeah. excited to hear that they are they i mean that he is getting involved with the from software games because from software has always like the games they have sent out have always been hits for the niche genre you know yeah Souls yeah games, i they've been hit after hit yeah. after hit people just like it and love it and they keep you know remixing it and giving us a new yeah. twist and you know yeah. they gave us bloodborne which was yeah. a nice twist then they completed yeah. the dark souls series and then they gave us sekiro and sekiro yet again I, revamped the yeah. combat and it was great yeah. now we hear that you know they're in talks with george r r martin on yeah. like it's amazing Those, told, yeah. yeah i think that uh, yeah i i i okay i think that they are going to add an easy mode this time <laughs> if I, the fans I, I don't think so oh my <laughs> no, god i don't think so. no think please he, don't i think it, it's it's going to be like the the fans would just love from software to just stick to their guns and exactly like, exactly <laughs> and just do what usually what japanese game developers do just don't true listen I, to I, western I, game developers or their uh, opinions or anything you know like journalists could never say it any better yeah they just completely ignore them They're like yeah whatever this guy <laughs> yeah, say you know yeah. them. <laughs> and they just they just continue because they know they yeah. they ultimately what they know is that they they made this game they have a huge yeah. fan base and the fans love yeah. it and that's what they actually yeah. gauge like if the fans had an issue with sekiro they'll be taking that yeah. feedback and just uh, you know taking that feedback and just uh, making sure their next game is yeah. even better you know they don't care what industry journalists and industry game veterans and whoever has anything to say about sekiro's difficulty i don't think they they would listen to it i just think they'll exactly. just ignore that's it like <laughs> get that yeah problem. that's true exactly that's I mean, it, it some yeah. people say it's a weakness of the japanese game industry but sometimes i just no. think it's amazing it's just amazing that they're like uh-huh uh-huh right here's another game which is exactly what we've been doing plus more yeah. you know a good example <laughs> of american imperialism <laughs> i just love it it's it's <laughs> almost like you know games games general journalists might as well be screaming into a void Yeah. As, so long as it comes to Japanese games dev- games development companies, you know? Exactly. They just, they, I mean, it, they it, it clearly reflects that it clearly reflects that they they don't play the game to themselves. They just see other people play it and just <laughs> rage over it and they just assume that okay, this game is sad and this game yeah. game needs an easy mode, you know? Uh, they're like uh, they don't care. They have a huge fan base. They don't have they don't have anything to worry about. <laughs> you know that exactly exactly <laughs> and they know that and that's the thing about it. when you see when you actually look at like the games coming out of the east versus games coming out of the west you see a lot of flop yeah. flops and I mean, ups and downs yeah, in the so west but basically yeah put to put it to simple uh, a from software game with an easy mode is like a female with without y chromosome <laughs> it's basically it's missing it, it, something right it's like exactly. it's soul gets changed uh, i think if it has exactly. a difficulty i think they used to do this thing right in in dark souls for example someone yeah. consider easy mode is playing the mage exactly because the the playstyle becomes much more easier since you're the, you you fire really powerful little shots from range and you do, you, you never like risk yourself uh like 80% of the time when you play the mage character in uh, dark souls games so yeah yeah including something like that that's cool you know 
It's not a hardcore easy mode where you go and flick a switch uh, in the options menu. Not, nothing like exactly. that. You just, exactly. You just play a certain play style if you like this play style. Go. Good for you. And they go just, ahead. Yeah. And also you have another option not to play it. Yeah, just yeah. anything's fine with you. <laughs> if the like I've played Dark Souls games, right? And yeah. I've I've completed like only one of them, uh and mm-hmm. Sekiro. And mm-hmm. um honestly, just because I couldn't complete the rest of them, I didn't feel like yeah. um I didn't feel angry at that fact. I just felt like, oh man, this is just exactly. so tough, you know, but I enjoyed what I played. Exactly. I'm, I'm fine with moving on. And exactly. some people it, are it's saying just, it's just it's not our type of game. That's what you're trying exactly. to say. So yeah, I mean, people have their own type of taste and their genre because I go with like story driven games and you go with like, you know, RPG, you know, something JRPG like that. And, you know, people have their own taste and yeah. it's okay to have their own taste. But, you know, it doesn't mean every game has to, you know, be supportive of what their taste is like. You know? I mean, honestly, if, if Sekiro was set in a different kind of style, uh from yeah. japan and samurais and all that i might yeah. not have completed that game <laughs> this is my love for that you know that that aesthetic and the the whole fact that i'm this ninja and oh, japan dude, and all just... that it just pushed me forwards i just wanted to see more <sighs> lore more japan more sakura trees <laughs> yeah so basically uh, you know for the audience Achilla really hates a PlayStation. You know, he literally hates PlayStation. Yeah, I don't I can't it. wait. To, I I can't wait to see what happens when Ghost of Tsushima releases on oh PS4. Oh my god! Oh. Man, I'm gonna, oh man! I think that's when I buy the PlayStation whatever five or whatever. Oh I'll god! Whatever I can to get a PlayStation with that Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> god, the weeb in me screams. Why isn't this coming for PC? God damn it. Uh, Sony, man, Sony. All uh, right. So, yeah, yeah, that concludes our conversation, I suppose. And yeah, E3 is right on time. Yeah. Well. And also, it's it's the best time to say that uh, look forward to our next podcast because next podcast is going to be all about contortion. We're oh, going to yeah. talk about contortion. We're going to sleep about contortion. We're going to eat contortion. Contortion, 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 and so much We're stuff gonna to talk really about. We're going to really break it down, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, look forward to that. And uh, so, with, it goes without saying that E3 is right around the corner. We are like, really hyped to see what the studios are going to offer. And yeah. yeah. So, yeah, basically, that's from what's going to come out from my end. Yeah. And what about you, Ajila? Are you excited for E3? Yeah, I am. Uh, just looking forward to it. And as always, I'll be watching it with a couple of friends, definitely, over the live stream. That's how I always nice. do it. Um, yeah. yeah, so we'll definitely be covering all the great hot news that comes out of E3 or, uh, on our podcasts. And uh, mm-hmm. as we said, um, really looking forward to discussing Contortion next week. And yeah, we'll yeah, have yeah. Um, uh, more than just the two of us, I, I'm thinking, uh, for next week's podcast. So that's it. Yeah, Bupan needs to be here. <laughs> Bupan needs to be there for oh, next yeah. week. So Yeah, yeah. we're going to kidnap him and just, just tie him and just, you know 
put him a mic put him against a mic and just you know speak make, make him talk we'll make him talk. <laughs> make him talk <laughs> all right, all right yeah. then thank you very much for tuning in stay tuned or check out other episodes and make sure to leave a like comment share subscribe and make sure you hit that bell icon and share your thoughts on the comment section down below we'd really like to hear your opinions on our topics and it always makes us yeah. smile <laughs> exactly it's true all right then see you guys good night bye